Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Yes, welcome back to Sexy Time. It is a solo show today. Alice is busy doing her sexy stewardess things, so she could not make it today. But we have you lovely YouTube live chatters as well as myself to do the best we can here. Thank you to all our podcast listeners who uh, are not able to catch us live, likely because of time zone issues. And sometimes we do roam. But we do have lovely polls on YouTube as we do live stream this on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. We appreciate all the likes and subs and the watch time because I was talking about it before we started here to the live to the live stream here. We're getting closer to meeting the hours of watch time needed to be a partner on YouTube, which is nice. But we are actually a little low on subs. So please, if you can, it just takes a click, click. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast and click that subscribe button and like all of our videos if you want to go the extra extra mile but really we really just need you for subs and watch time that's what youtube says likes are good too though i think that helps so do that as well anyway i don't really want to become a youtube uh, algorithm genius until they pay me appropriately but i've heard some things mr beast comes up on my feet every now and then and talks about those things so i'm sure it's important that he is as he is the master of youtube I believe, according to numbers. Anyway, thank you for being here. We do miss Alice dearly, uh, but she should be back next week. I believe, uh, I'm not sure for podcast listeners, it won't matter for your time because it's always sent out the same time or day, as long as we don't have some technical difficulties or physical health difficulties that we did one time. Usually just once a year happens, maybe. But we've prepared for that actually now, so hopefully it will never happen again. Uh, but if you want to catch us live, you can, the easiest way to keep up to date is our private discord, which is through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. And, uh, in our private discord, we'll keep you up to date, but we're always going to be streaming on either a Tuesday or a Thursday, 7.30 Eastern time at night, 7.30 PM Eastern time on a Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, we usually rotate between that, but we try to keep it as, as uh, consistent as possible. So, for example, usually we'll do at least three in a row on a Tuesday or Thursday. And forgiveness, please, that is because we need to maintain Alice's sexy stewardess schedule because being a stewardess is a lot harder and more chaotic than you might think. And we appreciate all of our servicers to help us fly around the friendly skies. And Alice makes the skies friendlier. Anyway, so that's it. Patreon, YouTube. And our podcast listeners, thank you again. Mahal kita, because we do get a lot of Philippines for some reason. And I'm half Filipino. So, thank you very much. Salama. And all that good stuff. Mabuhay. And thank you. We love you. Uh, for Thank you for supporting us. And uh, make sure you give a five-star review on our Apple podcast as well. Or leave a comment. We're, we're on all of the, uh, as many as we could. Spotify, iTunes, all the big ones. Because... Uh, 
the program that we signed up lets you easily sign up for multiple podcast places. So we should be in, in a lot of them. If there is one that you're catching us on that is not on the that we're not on, if there's a podcast place that you want us to go to and apply, let us know. We'll we'll get in there too. But right now, we just have all the main ones, I believe. But there's at least six or seven that we're on. Anyway. Oh yeah, there is a poll. Thank you, chat. I will be more interactive with chat probably on these, especially on solos. I definitely do that. I think Alice does too, so that's good. Uh, but I'm going to try to do my best to answer these questions, but chat can help as well. Uh, to today's poll, I pulled a random one from the internet because there were some technical difficulties on YouTube and I was trying to fix some things. And I spent most of my time trying to make YouTube run better, and I shouldn't have done that, but I'm sorry. The poll today is a little bit off topic, but it is sexy Q&A. It is a wild card day. So chocolate cup. Oh, what is the sexiest type of chocolate dessert? According to your opinion, chocolate cupcake, chocolate mousse, or chocolate mousse, ch chocolate dipped strawberries, or molten lava cakes, or molten lava brownie. So the four styles, cupcake, mousse, chocolate dipped strawberries, and a molten lava cake, or brownie. Mm. Let us know. It was pretty evenly polled early, but uh, you can definitely let us know if you can't catch the live stream. You can always email us at sexytimedlove at gmail.com. And we usually have one that's more to the theme, but this is still sexy. I tend to think about food a lot when I think of sexy. I feel like George eating in bed. Um, Mars is a very sexy chocolate bar because it does look veiny. So does Snickers. Snickers and Mars both look veiny, I believe. And Snickers is my favorite candy bar. Um, and, and usually on the big one, especially. I guess I'm a size queen when it comes to Snickers. But... The big Snickers, not the mini ones, are pretty veiny on the top, I'm pretty sure. So that's pretty sexy. Yeah. We should look... If you, if, Chad, if you want me to change it up to a uh, sexy chocolate bar, we could have a chocolate off. If you like ribbed for your pleasure, you should pick Almond Joy. Or for his pleasure, too. I don't know. I still haven't tried the ribbed one. My cock is girthy enough, supposedly. Anyway. Um... A couple things I also want to say before I start. We th I thank you for your feedback. Um, I was I was told that on my podcast, my I, I end up saying like a lot. Um, that's partially because I'm thinking, and partially because I live in Japan and my vocabulary is getting worse every day. So I lose vocabulary, then I think, and I think I revert to saying like a lot. So, any of you listeners out there, I'm saying that on here so that uh, you can ding me on that if you want for the live stream and. If you want any feedback, I appreciate it. I would like to get better at life in general. So I'm trying to not say like, and I'm trying to slow down a bit too. I have a tendency to speed up. Alice does a good job of slowing me down, but I do have a, a pace that I like to maintain and it's not for everybody. So that's why I need to main, I need to be able to become that human dildo that I want to be. I need at least six speeds. We'll see what I can do. I usually run on I usually have two to three speeds right now. I need to get the need to get the three in the middle, probably. All right. Speaking of speeds, let's go to the questions. Thank you so much for your questions. Again, if you want to send those in, the easiest way is sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytime, D-L-O-V-E, at gmail.com. And uh, you, you might get a better luck. I mean, no, you'll be fine if you send it that way. But we kind of go priority for, you know, the lovely patrons that help support us. Um, and we have a private Discord for Patreons. So 
patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast and you can dm us or send a, ch- a question in there always let us know whether you email or send it to us if you want it to be uh, anonymous or not we definitely welcome anonymous questions so we don't need too much information usually we ask for the age and stuff i mean like we don't really ask for it but most of the time we want the age so age and any details beyond that do your best so thank you for all your pay- uh, all your support and here we go first question is sex supposed to be so physically exhausting i'm well con- i'm a well conditioned guy in, in his 20s i work out and train a few times per week and can do a plank for a few minutes i'm not overweight and I don't smoke or drink heavily. Yet I do find within about 5 or 10 minutes of sex, I'm feeling gassed. And I'm not talking about non-stop jackhammering, but just regular missionary or doggy style, the normal stuff. Uh, my muscles are getting sore, and overall, I'm just feeling physically tired. It's got me wondering, how the fuck do all these fat, old, unfit guys with beer guts manage to go for more than a minute or two without collapsing with a heart attack. <laughs> is there anything that I'm doing wrong or things that you think that can help? Thanks for your help. Okay. Well. I like how you ended that. You went straight to comparison, which is kind of funny, but that's kind of part of the problem too. Interesting though that you said that you're not nonstop jackhammering because the first you think the first time you think is like, you know, pacing yourself. Um, it's easy to get all excited with having sex and then even how fit you are if you, you know, you can think of it like a marathon sometimes or a race, you know, it's the rabbit and the hare. Sometimes the, you know, the the slow and steady can win the race. Sometimes Usain Bolt is what you need. You know what I mean? You need, a, you need to go fast as possible, especially if you only have five to 10 minutes. So you're perfect for a five to 10 minute window, which is fine. But... Since you're asking, you want more, which is good too. Because again, I've yeah, I think <coughs> I think it's also one question I had. I would have you didn't include it. Is it are you rotating positions? Are you taking those breaks? Because you're saying nonstop jackhammering is not what you're doing, so that's good. Uh, same position the whole time, but that can help help getting longer. Because I think when i remember the times it was hours and stuff it was usually like you do take certain breaks either for position changes and whatnot so it depends on what your you and your partner are enjoying um there's also things that you know like there's muscles that you think you are exercising but you're not and the way you said it you said you work out and train but i don't know what type of things you're doing for that so if you're looking for longevity, why do sprints? If you're looking for a marathon, you wouldn't run sprints every day, right? If you're looking for a sprint, it sounds like you're training well for it. So I, it could be a, a train out thing. You know, you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything, but you do have to kind of adjust and go with what you actually want. You know, because a lot of the times when we work out, we think, as long as I look good and feel good, it's good enough, which is perfectly fine. But if it's if you're saying, hey, I'm partially working out because I want to go longer with sex and I'm not, it's not accomplishing my goals, then you really want to take a serious look at your train-out regimen. And whenever we talk about physical health, this is actually a leakover from last week's uh, theme, which is physical health. Um, didn't mean it to go that way, but it works perfectly because, yeah, whenever we talk about that, especially if it's... We had a, we had a question last week 
where someone would get very excited and they'd have they'd like almost get dizzy and collapse really quick. Um, but they push through and would would be able to do it. But when you're having things like that physicality, always get yourself checked out to be double sure. Um, there's a lot of different things you want to make sure that are you're not testing, you know, blood flow and heart condition and all that stuff. Just make sure you get that checked out too. Whenever you're thinking that something's not working um, physically in the bedroom like that, get yourself checked out. It's never, it's never too bad to be safer than sorry, especially with these because we've all had the, the funny we've seen the funny shows it's not that funny but then there's a person you know dying while having sex because the orgasm takes them out it's a nice way to go but you know what i mean if you don't want to go out especially since you're in your 20s that way uh then yeah get it checked out first and uh so that's the first thing i'd say make sure you do that but if you are as you say you're perfectly fit and you've got it all checked out i would check out a different training regimen you're spending the time to take care of your body which is very important but there are things like kegels that helps last for longer. Now, it sounds like your problem isn't having to do with uh, premature ejaculation or anything like that. And even five to 10 minutes of sex doesn't mean that you're probably not sol uh, solving for that issue. So, um, Kegels might not be needed, but it definitely helps in general to be able to control the longevity. But it sounds like you're getting tired. So again, always get your body checked out, heart, blood flow, all that stuff. But I would train for that. Um, and also train for the muscles that you didn't do. So there's jokes like, did you skip leg day? Um, and you said you do a plank, so you're working on your core, so that's good. But again, you're doing squats, lunges, things that work out, some uh, muscles. And, you, and are you doing it dynamically instead of, um, what is it, statically? So um, dynamic motions are definitely more sexual than static. And they're better for overall movement. You know what I mean? Static is usually to help you get the muscle build bigger. Dynamic is when you actually introduce a natural movement with the exercise. So again, there's things that you can do with your training regimen. I don't know what you're doing, but it sounds like you're really frustrated with that. So maybe I would take a close look at that as soon as you find out that you're physically healthy. Uh, make sure that your exercises are working towards your goals, both sexual, physical, and anything, any other goals you have. So this is one goal that you're saying you're having a difficult time meeting through that. And again, longevity, Lung capacity. You're getting winded, you said? Well, start running long runs. And I I understand. I hate long runs, actually. Um, I'm more of a basketball football player where the court is small or football, you take the breaks in between. You take those quick bursts. So it's like very, very rough. And then you take a break and back and forth. But yeah, um, when I actually met my wife, I started doing a training regimen because I wanted to be able to do kind of what you're saying, not just sexual, but in general, look better too. So what you're saying is kind of went, is down that vein. But yeah, I would run, pro I started running, I don't know, three to five miles every other day for a while, which takes a while to build up to. I would not recommend going straight to that. And I hate running. So, and I thought I'd never be able to do stuff like that. So if you put your mind to it, you could do it. Um, let's check in with chat too. So yeah, try longer, try longer things like that. Research maybe on what dynamic, what what exercises that are that you're doing that aren't dynamic, so you can get your you know your pelvis. Your so it sounds like your core is strong with the plank, but again, motion of the ocean too, man. When you're actually in there, when you're in there, talk of bedroom. Then uh, you want to be able to move as well. So maybe that's what you're doing. That you're really you can do those those huge deadlifts, 
those huge, huge amounts of weight, but can you move while doing things? <laughs> anyway, uh, what are the priorities when becoming engrossed in an intimate session? And they'd rather go with the sprint rather than the longer marathon. Ooh, this is a good question from chat. We can we can go for that. But before I do, thank you for your question. Because, yeah, good luck with that. And maybe check back in because I'm curious too. I I, I do think uh, sometimes we just think if everything will work on autopilot for us. But we do have to kind of adjust and go with the flow. Just like in the bedroom. Just like with a partner. Different partners want different things, which is what the next question is going to be. Thanks to chat. Thank you for doing that. And, uh, yeah, adjust your training regimen too. I do think that will help a lot. Uh, but as always, check your health first whenever you're dealing with like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't be this tired. But whenever I get excited, I get that tired. Just make sure everything's all good, you know? Um, I saw a recent, sorry about the side tangent, but I, I saw a recent video of, of uh, an interview, because I was watching some old Craig Ferguson, because <laughs> he always makes me laugh. And he interviewed, I think, Lucy Liu and Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo was Hercules. That's where he met Lucy Liu back in the days of Hercules, the TV show. And Kevin Sorbo said that he had like, they, they, they like had to cancel or do something with the season where he had like, you know, he didn't know he had a serious health issue, but he'd worked out a lot. And so there's always that and get it checked out. Not saying it's going to be that scary, but it's always just important whenever you're thinking um, whether it's for sex or just physical health, if you're thinking, I'm not meeting my goals physically and, and I am training for it, but what's going on? Get yourself checked out and then adjust your schedule, is what I'd say. That's the order. Get yourself checked out first physically. Tell the concerns to your doctor. You can say you want to train for a marathon with humping and pumping, whatever you want to do. I don't know, however you want to say it. Anyway, that's HIPAA law. Don't worry about it. Anyway, let's go to the question in chat. Priorities for engrossed in an intimate session with a partner where they'd rather go with a sprint rather than a long marathon. It could also be more mental in nature, rather being focused on the longevity of it and not actually focusing and living in the moment and connection with the partner, mostly since the stress of wanting to last is what could be adding to the exhaustion. Mm. There's always the mental game. Yes. Um, it's always best... Like, what is the preparation? There's a lot of phrases for preparation. They're all leaving me right now, so I haven't prepared well for this, but... You know, if you if you over prepare and and ex it's maybe it's the expectations thing too, right? But when you prepare the right way, or enough, let's just not say the right way. There's many ways to prepare. When you prepare enough, it's hopefully going towards that goal of that you don't have to worry about it, right? Because you've already prepared, and that's kind of what he's saying in the question, um, the first the first question. But in chat, it's interesting when. They, your partner wants a sprint rather than a longer marathon, or it's just it's just the sexual compatibility. So you're talking about sexual compatibility at that point, right? And it goes with libido too, frequency as well, not just style, right? And I think it's funny. It's definitely, in my opinion, easier to work on on style than frequency because some people just have different libidos and and also at different times in life. Um, we talk often about how many women and men have talked about or ask questions about after pregnancy or after giving birth to their first child, there's difficult, there's crazy waves in libido. Sometimes they, it spikes up afterwards. Sometimes it goes down for a while. Well, it usually spikes up and then goes way back down when the kid is having to be taken care of. But you know, there's, and it's different for different people every time. So again, there's not only different libidos in different people, there's also 
waves in everybody's natural life, you know? So, and, and for every person who says the libido went up after this or during this time of their life, there's another, there's another person who says their libido went down during that time of their life. You know what I mean? So that's how unique we are on our libidos, just as we are with everything else. But I do think style, like um, in chat is asking what happens with a partner when one person wants a sprint, the other wants a marathon or vice versa, right? Going back and forth and they can't match up. Well, that's where the fun begins because you have to both service each other in a way, but also get to know each other. Because again, at least in my marriage too, it's it's a lot of like, you know, um, talking and understanding about it. It sounds boring and it's silly. And I, and the problem is it's not only that. Because again, we do get in the mind, the, the, divest, the biggest trouble with sex time, not sex time, but sex advice podcasts and relationship podcasts, is sometimes they get locked in on that. And it's as simple as that, but it's it's always a bunch of things in between, right? Like there's ways of talking, there's ways of and also doing is more important than talking. There's many factors like love languages where someone wants the physical instead of the talking, which is fine. Or spending time together, they need more physical than spending time together where it's like, well, the talking won't help as much as actually the doing, right? And that's why again, chat, thank you. Um, for talking about the mental nature of it, because that is it. In the moment, and also being positive, say sage in different in different ideas, but being tapping into the positive instead of the negative um, is one way to say it. There's many ways to say it, and it's not exactly that, because you can't always maintain positivity, especially if it's fake. It's not going to fly, no matter where you're at. Whether you're streaming a sex podcast, a relationship podcast, or in the bedroom or talking to your partner. So, what I mean by positivity is looking at the, what is it? Always look at the bright side of life. <laughs> and when, you're, when you have a partner that's willing to have sex with you, let's be honest, come on. Isn't it easy to find the bright side? <laughs> come on. So that's what I mean. Where it's like, if the, I said like, sorry. Where the partner, uh, where one partner is not matching in style, one person wants a sprint, one person wants a marathon, uh, or someone wants a quickie, the other one wants to chill out, or they want, and even in frequency, frequency can be that way too, because the libidos could be close enough, but they're still a little bit off, right? Someone wants it a little bit more than the other, right? That's always going to happen, actually. Uh, but what happens is it's all in the mentality, right? Like, what is the negative side? Like, if we focus on the negative, we'll never be able to get to those goals that we're talking about. It's definitely in the mental in nature. And part of it is looking at the positive side of it, and the positive it, part of it is staying in the moment, right? Connection in that moment. And all we have in life are moments, and time is valuable. So when anyone wants to have sex with you, it's easier to get in that moment and look at the positive. Is what I would basically say in general is the, the best way to think about it for, to get past those. Because again, you've heard it many times on this show, you've heard it on other sex and relationship podcast or, or conversations that communication, understanding, caring for the partner, wanting to please them as much as they want to please you or going back and forth and knowing your partner, what they like, what they don't like, what you like, what you don't like. There's all these little factors you can get into. But in the end, if you want to simplify it down, I think the mental nature of it is probably the key. Being in the moment and looking at 
the positive side that you're in a relationship and you both want to have sex with each other. There's just little details, right? The devil's in the details, as they say. And while it's fun to be uh, aggressive, you can actually, like the devil will, you know, there's the pay. And the payoff is the devil really doesn't want you to have good sex all the time, little bastard. You know? You pay off with the, with the quick and easy fix is the devil, right? So it's in the details. The thing you want to focus on is that someone want you you have you have a partner that wants to have sex with you and you want to have sex with them maybe not in the same timing or the same style sometimes but that's the fun part of it you can get there like i say the style is easier to um meet in the middle than the than the libido usually you can work together to solve a problem the problem is you both want to have good sex well that comes from, I think, that from within, the mentality there. You know, I don't think it's possible when you're in the opposite mentality. <clears throat> when you're looking at what you, know, what you don't have or what you, don't, what you want and can't achieve instantly, the instant gratification. And that's looking to the future. It's not living in the moment that you're in, a part, you're in a relationship with someone who wants to be with you, both sexually and non, sometimes just sexually. And that's fine too, but that's the same principle. The positive of it is that you both want to have sex with each other and get in the moment of that and work on pleasing each other and communicating however works. It doesn't have to be, when we say communication, it doesn't mean just talking. Uh, it means, you know, a bunch of things. Body language, physicality works too, anything, whatever those five love languages that you guys match up on. And stick to the positive in the way I said, not the positive all the time. You know, not the bright and bubbly fake positive. No one likes that. That's like shoving positivity down your throat. Hope that helped to chat too. Let me know if uh, if you if you have another point that you want me to wax on about. But thank you for that question. I, think, I do think it's very important to look at it that way as well, because you know, I think the mental and inner is very important. And that goes for the last question too. Yes, getting the right mentality, and it could be. Oddly enough, it's, it could be the mentality in the present while you're doing it, or mentality in the preparation, like the last question was about exercising. So that's, that's before the moment. So getting the right mentality for both ways is, uh, will get you closer to your goals. Let's see. Let's see. One more question. Uh, no, not one more, but many more. We still have about time for a couple more questions. We only did two. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Why do a lot of my fantasies involve objectification or domination? Is there something wrong with me? Now, I am a guy, and I would call myself someone who supports feminism and women's rights, but I feel a lot of my fantasies and porn habits involve dominating women. Like just a couple days ago, I saw a video of guys lining up, lining these hot girls up, spraying their asses, talking about their vaginas like meat, and acting all animalistic. And I did get really turned on by this. I know it's objectifying, but for some reason, that's precisely what turned me on the most. In real life, when I'm sleeping with a breathing unique woman, I don't get the same... Interesting unique, but okay, cool. I don't get the same thoughts to such an intense degree. I do... Okay, so in real life, when I'm sleeping with a breathing unique woman, I don't get the same thoughts to such an intense degree. I do to a limited extent, but not as strongly. But whenever I fantasize in my head, I get turned on by seeing women as meat dominating them, using them as I see fit. Is there something wrong with me? Is this the result of watching too much porn? What do you think? Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with you. 
I think uh, as a Star Wars fan and me being BK Solo today, may the Force be with you always. It's all about the balance and the Force for me. This is my my opinion, though. Um, and I, you know, as a guy who was raised by women, you know, I support women's suffrage and all that stuff. And uh, I always did grow up that way uh, in being in a household with basically three women, my mother and two sisters. My father was out working all the time, so I was always talking with girls at home. And then at school, it kind of showed up that way too, where um, I think the guys would be interested that I could talk to girls that differently. And a lot of the guys, when I talked, when they talked to in the group about, or to me personally about girls, they were very like, ah, I said like, anyway, they were very like, uh, like they were so, sorry, <laughs> someone in chat said I sound like a Valley Girl sometimes when I say like too much or channeling the Valley Girl stuff, so... So, uh, like, it was so, uh, stupid, you know? Anyway, uh, no, he, he, the guys would usually say the girls are stupid, like, she's crazy, blah, 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 and I would say, well, I think this might be what's going on. It's either this or this, maybe, because I had seen those type of things or conversations come up with me talking to my two sisters and my mother a lot. I could say those things, like, well, maybe it's this. And they would not see that as quickly as me. Not all of them. Some of them could see it. I'm just saying that, like, a lot of the guys would be, like, you know, girls are, like, aliens to them. And it, and, and they're still alien to me because I'm a guy. But I did get to hear a lot of it. I was, like, uh, in the midst of my video game playing. I just listened to the girls talking behind behind me on the kitchen room table, uh, the dining room table. And, and, you know, once I get in the zone, I can easily listen and pick up some things. Anyway, um, what I mean is is that I don't think there's anything wrong with you and it's okay to have those ideas about women and then understanding that male sexuality has a bit of that part of it. Now let me explain the birds and the bees. Guys, the the male sexuality, the testosterone is too pumping up, will actually have that more aggression because why? There's the, the natural state of things where one is doing the penetrating. And in natural nature, right? The way nature was made and the way our bodies are made is that way. So, of course, whenever you need something to pump up to actual penetrate and do the humping and pumping, you don't have to always do that. The girl can get in there. But still, one is being penetrated. The other is not when you're trying to do it uh, in the way the, the the body parts are made, right? So, of course, it's going to need some of that stuff that you're talking about. Objectification, domination. One side... It, it, now, it's it's blaming objectification and domination for that sometimes, where um, it might not only, it's not like you only need that, but it's part of the male sexuality, and it's part of the female sexuality too, that's the funny thing. So, some girls like it that way, some girls like it partially that way, some girls don't like that at all, and they want the slower or whatever, and, you know, like that. So, <laughs> I wonder which kind I like. Anyway, um, no. So... There's nothing wrong with you. I do think it's all, again, a balance. You have to understand, you know, it all comes to those classic lessons. Socrates, knowing thyself. Yeah, you, you sound like you know yourself. You said you're, you're for women's rights, you're in supporting that, and all that stuff. But then you know that your sexual nature has that in it, which is actually very natural. And as uh, Alice once has to poll, was this in Pillow Talk? I don't think so. 
It wasn't. It was here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was on one of the shows. You know, like who watches porn that they never do in real life? Everyone raise your hands. It's like it's part of a fantasy. Could be part of a fetish. And it, and you're saying it's leaking into there. But there's always going to be a little bit of it, right? Um. Just don't let it control you and know yourself. I, I would say would be the easiest way. And it's kind of straightforward. It's harder, easier said than done. But the nice thing is, I do not think it's you're, something's wrong with you. If it is leaking too much, you you did ask the question as well as is the result of watching too much porn. The answer could be a soft yes there. Um, I would say, and you could say something wrong with you. Always a soft no to anybody who asks that. But I would say, you know, there could be that you're watching too much porn. If you're noticing it leaking too much into the bedroom, um, I've dealt with that myself, and I think many people do. Um, it's like. Take it outside the bedroom. Again, it's part of my biggest pet peeves is blaming sex and relationships as the problem. Take it outside the bedroom. Let's talk about food. Well, you can bring food in the bedroom too. It's fine. But let's say you are over, you like, you, you indulge in the, those things that you know they're bad for you for food, right? Just like porn, if you indulge in it too much, you could, I'm not saying you never watch porn. I'm not saying you never should eat like a, a Sunday. A chocolate sundae or a cake or a pie, whatever you like, whatever you like, you could eat too much fruit because fruit has some sh a lot of sugars in it too. Um, whatever it is that's making you unhealthy, if you indulge in it, you're right, it can leak into the things that you're going for. So if I eat chocolate ice cream every night, I'm sorry, eventually it's going to leak into my real life outside of the times I eat chocolate ice cream. It's just the way it works, right? So don't indulge in it. So maybe you are watching too much porn if it is starting to affect you sexually. If it's not, you're fine. But if it but if it is getting in there like you're saying, then yes, it's it's a soft yes. Because again, we we tend to want to do the extreme and fix it now. And it's like, no, it's gonna be that, you know, how do you get a six pack? You work out every day. It's like discipline. So same thing with this. Discipline yourself if that's happening. But as far as your concerns about something wrong with you with that sexuality, no, I would say definitely a soft no. And pretty hard no, actually, the way you're talking. So, anyway, being into a fetish is always normal. Thank you, chat. However unusual it might be. Then again, that's what I assume would define what a fetish is. Yes, exactly. Um, and faced with the fact of being with a partner and wanting to show them your own form of either affection or what sexuality means for a person, it's even better if a partner appreciates it as well. Interesting. Yes. That's what I was saying where you're going to find some uh, partners who like it that way and some who don't or like it somewhere, you know, less and or, or or more depending on what it is right and again we all ebb and flow with styles and frequency too sometimes you know and that's why we have the term switch too sometimes they want to be dominated sometimes they want to be sub sometimes they want a little bit of both in the bedroom it depends on you and your partner so that's why it always comes down to understanding that and taking a step back understanding in the moment you're, you're two people who want to have sex with each other isn't that something to be feeling okay about and get back in that positivity. And yes, moderation, like Socrates said, spiritual, sexual, or romantically, moderation, all things in moderation, definitely. Um, and I think that could be what's going on here. I think it's kind of almost for the way you asked the question, you're on that edge, which I think, hey, thank you for the question. And you're in a good spot because you're catching it before it happens. It's easy to spiral when you indulge. Um, you know, once you have that taste of that chocolate cake and ice cream or that pussy, I mean, or that porn, sorry, uh, 
you wish one more and more and more, but if you indulge all that time, it's going to be like, okay, now it's leaking into other things and that's too much. So same thing with this with porn and, and what you're talking about. But I think you're getting it in your head of um, knowing yourself too much. You can moderate that too, you know, saying, hey, I, I, I don't think women should be treated that way. It's like, yeah, 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 that's true. But I, it's in my fantasies when I have sex, I just want to get that roughness out. It's like, yeah, that's true too. Welcome to the real world. It's like that. And uh, it's good that you are seeing it before you actually go too far extreme is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing. But remember in the middle and don't feel like you're, you know, wrong for those feelings that you have. Experimentation is always normal. Chet's rocking today. Thank you. I can read it out in the show and it worked perfectly with what I'm saying. All right. Um. Oh. I'll take a short break, though, speaking of chat, because I know we had some uh, noticeable differences here. Hope uh, Monster J gets well soon. Hear that she's feeling under the weather. But I do want to shout out our sexy Patreons who uh, pay for shoutouts on our Patreon and support. I say pay, but it's this, you select the tier, you know? You don't have to, you don't have to go to that tier, but these lovely people are amazing and supportive of the show. Monster J, it's Koala. It's Shirley. And Liz and John Paranormal, thank you for your support. You're freaking amazing. Um, and get well soon, Monster J. We need our sexy dungeon master back. Anyway. Here is one. Another question. Sex after a traumatic delivery. Will this get better? Hmm. I'm three months post-pregnant or th post-pregnancy. Anyway, yeah. Well, after delivery. And my husband and I just had sex for the first time after delivery. Okay. I've been anxious about it as delivery was traumatic. I had three tears and an internal hematoma. It took a while for those as well as some, oh, as some as, as well as other injuries to heal. Okay. I've been in pelvic floor physical therapy for four weeks now to help with some of the other problems related to the birth. And I have what my physical therapist aptly describes in her note as a wide vaginal hiatus. That's an interesting term, but okay. It just feels huge down there, like the stitches didn't hold or something. I even went to the operation room a second time to try to repair the tissue, but it feels like that maybe that was all for nothing. My question is, will it get better? Sex felt okay the first time. I'm glad it didn't hurt but it also is hard to, to feel much at all. My husband does claim... Oh, no, no, it does. My husband claims it was good for him, but I don't believe him. I do feel like I have a gaping vag. We used to have great sex, and I'm worried we might never get back to that, and my self-confidence is feeling a bit shot here. Is there any hope? Hmm. Speaking of wanting it, and I understand it's frustrating, you put in four weeks of physical therapy. I'm glad you're doing that. Thank you for your question. This is tough. Um, but uh, I think, you know, give it more time as well. It's very similar to, what is it? Breast reduction or increasing surgery. There's going to be moments where, you know, the healing may take longer than we all hope. It always takes longer than we hope. Let's be honest about that. But it would actually be... It's going to take a while to get the feeling back, maybe on the nipples and the breasts, but it works for most places that has those actual, what is it, surgeries or 
what are they called? Operations. That's it. So one, don't lose hope. Keep doing that physical therapy. Um, if you need to talk to someone about it too, um, ask the physical therapist because the physical therapist should understand um, people that maybe a therapist, or a therapist who can talk to you about it too. Maybe they can as well, since it's having to do with your physicality. Um, and it sounds like you're talking to her or him already, which is good, because you said that they even you even got to see their note of a wide vaginal hiatus. Um, and I've actually had a friend who talked to me about this a bit, and they said that it was very difficult because uh, the longest thing that that was the problem was that getting her to believe it was okay because it was okay for him but she couldn't believe it because she couldn't feel it so it may be something like that and it's actually in your question it's very similar to what my friend was talking about where you said it was okay it didn't hurt but i don't feel much at all as much as i used to right and your husband claimed it was good for him but you don't believe him so again, it's very similar. I think that might be a common thing with, uh, I haven't experienced this myself yet, but, uh, but I do think it might be a common thing where that might be happening, uh, that it partially is believing that it's okay for the, for your partner and then working, understanding that you're on the path and you're working hard to get back on track in your physical therapy. And again, we want it. I mean, four weeks does sound a lot, but it does sound like you went through a lot. So I'm very sorry with the multiple tears and internal hematoma plus other things. And you've had two operations on it already. So I do say, you know, patience is a virtue. Slow and steady wins the race. I think, I mean, from what I've heard, definitely too early to call anything. Um, and it sounds like you've been through a lot. So keep keep hope alive. Remember the good times that you know that you can have good sex with your partner. And again, if he's saying it's not that bad, and I mean, he says it's normal. So again, do your best to believe him. If you need to talk to him about it, that's fine. Depends on how your relationship is and your communication, how you work on that. But that is an issue um, that I've heard before, actually, from uh, a friend who's male and was married. So they had the same issue. And it was difficult, but getting her to believe that and understand that that's okay was very key for him. Um, I wish I knew the time frame that it got better for my friend, but I don't. But I know that it was very difficult and that was one of the obstacles. So I heard that obstacle in your question. Um, and do you, let me see, there's something, let me check with chat for a second. Oh, we're, we're big on moderation in chat. Thank you for showing up here. Appreciate it, chat. Without moderation... It can spiral and start looking for stronger hits without without accounting for it, and it can cause trouble. Exactly. And actually, like all true things, and thank you, chat, for helping. Because it gets me on another tangent towards this, because it makes sense. Part of this question is how much great sex they used to have, and never getting back to that. Searching for that big hit to match, right? It's like when they talk about um, having partners that are like, you know able to do it this way but that my part my current partner can get me off this way but it's different than before because it used to be through you know used to be able to come at the same time or we used to be able to do this or whatever it is right and um looking back at the positive to think negative to feel negative is a detriment you know what i mean and it's very interesting where you know stronger hits is one thing and i know it's difficult 
but you've already just explained in this whole question that there's reasons why you can't get back to that standard you had before. I'm, and I'm, it's great that you're not looking for a stronger hit. Well, you need to get better. You need to get better. That's That can be a road mental roadblock as well. But you're just trying to get back to where you were before. But you've already explained exactly how great it was with that way. And if you can get there before, I think you can get there again. But it's because of what you've been through, as, as life ebbs and flows for all of us, you're going to have to work towards it. And in the new situation that you have now, you're going to have to try some new things, physical therapy um, and talking about it with people who might have different ideas about how to do to do that. I'm glad you're talking with a physical therapist because they would be the first person you should go to to say, hey, this is an issue that I'm having. Can you recommend something? They might be able to even introduce you into things into your physical therapy sessions that kind of do a two-pronged attack on getting you back up and running. I'm guessing... Is Kegels good for that too? I'm not sure for the women's side. It's always talked about longevity for males, but I've heard that Kegels can help with the tightness and controlling down there. I don't know though. Again, you're talking to your physical therapy, so that's good. Talk to them about it. If you need also to get just regular therapy to, to get the mentality in the right space, that might be something you'd want to check with your physical therapist as well because you said your confidence is shot. Um, you know what I mean? Like last week we had a very, I think it was last week, we had a very difficult question from someone who's um, dealing with chemotherapy and breast cancer who had to have their breasts removed. And it was kind of like, you know, there's more than just one confidence or sexiness, right? Like her fighting that hard and trying to overcome such a difficult thing is sexy. Especially since she already had a partner and was saying that they still love each other. That was great that she has that type of support so she doesn't have to do that. But even if she didn't, it was the same principle where it's like, that part is sexy. And and you mentioned it in the question, my self-confidence is shot. That is difficult. That will actually compound the issue. So remember, the good times and you can get back there, but it's going to take time because of what you've gone through. So when any time something like this happens, whether it be cancer or operations like this or whatever it is for whatever reason it's going to take some time to work back and i again i'm very happy for you that you have the self-love and love for yourself and your husband and your family and your sex life that you love that as well and yourself to take care of yourself and work back towards it and focus on those ideas instead of the oh my god i'm never gonna this is terrible you know what if what if what if take a breath it's very early still four weeks of physical therapy again we want it faster, and we all wish it could be faster, but it's a time where you've got, got dealt through a lot and you have to keep working hard. It might be you have to get, you know, to the level of six-pack abs, except for six-packs vag. You can do it. And I uh, hope you get your confidence back, and, and hope that helps a bit. Thank you for your question. I hope... Actually, yeah, if you could let us know how it goes, that'd be great. I don't... Uh, any torn muscle? Okay, good. Thank you, chat. I'm keeping you all anonymous, but I do want to give a special shout out to Solomon and Webster for being awesome in chat. Thank you very much. If you want to see what I'm talking about, go to youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Uh, we live stream this as well, um, and it should be in the replay. Or you can check out our videos again at youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast. Be sure to subscribe because we're trying to get subscribers to, for partner. And uh, thank you for listening or watching wherever you're hearing this. Hello there. Thank you, chat as well. Thank you, Elf, just coming in. All right. Um, 
it's a muscle that's been torn. So like any torn muscle, it's going to take a long time before it's back to full strength and tightness. Yep, exactly. Um, and it's not just muscle, it's tissue too. That's why it's difficult. But that, when you think of it that way, again, most people think, oh no, it's lost hope. But that means more hope because when we think of muscles, if it was just muscle being torn, it would it would probably take you know a little bit less less length in time of physical training than if it was muscle and tissue. So again, talk to your physical therapist, let them know your concerns so that maybe they can introduce certain techniques or things that they've been trained for and things that they've probably heard of before in many ways. So talk to them, see if there's things you can in introduce into your physical therapy sessions to get, to get the results faster or a smoother return to normalcy. And, uh, you know, talk to them about future stuff too. Um, and again, so like try to look at the, the, the idea that you can start believing that you can. Cause again, from what I've heard from other friends and random people that I've met who've had this type of issue or, or similar concerns, a lot of it is just like, just fearing the unknown because you don't know. And none of us really know anyway, what's possible. If you put your mind to it, anything's possible almost, you know? Um, and there was a chatter coming in. Yeah, let them know. We're going to move on to the next question, though, so. But thank you. It was uh, just to fill in chat before I move to the next question a little bit, but we can fill in the details. It was someone who, after delivery, had some very uh, traumatic tears and internal hematomas, had to go through some operations, and they were worried about their sex life after that. They only did it once, three months after that, and for weeks of physical therapy. And they were talking about their loss of confidence and stuff like that, so. That's the recap. Okay. I think we have time for one more question before we close up shop. Special thanks to everyone being here and everyone listening on podcast land. Uh, and we miss you, Alice. We are running at half capacity of sexiness. But thanks to all of our lovers in chat, I do think we're going to be okay. And uh, again, uh, every time I do this, I appreciate all of you more. And I appreciate Alice even more every time because she's had to do some solo shows without me too especially when I was feeling under the weather. But she is a sexy stewardess, and she is not able to be here. So give her some love. Join that patreon.com forward slash sexytimepodcast. That's access to our private Discord, where you can actually DM, DM her and me. So you can uh, DM her some love as well and gratitude for always bringing the sexy here. All right. So a couple choices here for the question. I'm scanning through it. Mm, mm. It's going to be the last question too, so what should I do? This is tough. Since this is last, I'll go short. Okay, there's a couple of different questions here. But I'm going to go with this one. It's shortest. Can a skinny guy be as dominant as a fit guy? I personally feel like dominance is better enacted by someone of physical superior. I am a male, by the way. But what do you think? Can a skinny guy be as dominant as a fit guy? Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, good question. Thank you. We were just talking about mentality and, and confidence, right? Self-confidence. So can it be? Yes. So domination, I mean, you've seen it many times. Okay. Here's a question, or if you've, if you've ever heard of it, right? Who's the one who usually signs up for the BDSM? Like the most common clients for people who are actually paid for BDSM, right? Um those are going to be 
the ones who are in charge and dominant and and a lot of the the people in in charge of large things do take care of themselves as much as they take care of their business sir and also i've i mean there's the sex worker stories of they're a little petite girl and they want to and it's like a military guy and he wants to be dominated by this little little tiny uh sexy pixie that's one way of saying it but you know what i mean and so they're paying a lots of money to do that, get that done. So if, if they can do it, then of course the male can be dumb. It's, it's all about the self-confidence, the attitude and knowing yourself and knowing, um, you know, knowing yourself, what you want. And then from what you're saying, you're working on trying to know what your partner wants to, if they want you to dominate them, um, and you're a skinny male, then, uh, you know, heck, the fact that they asked for that. You're like halfway there, you know what I mean? You're more than halfway there. More than halfway there. And in chat, if you're not part of our um if you're not part of our Discord to ask questions, there was a question in chat about how to ask questions. So you can do it here live, but again, that's not anonymous. We definitely welcome anonymous questions as well. And it's always helpful to include if you want to be anonymous or not, and your age or the age of the people involved. That's always helpful. Um, it's not required though, so basically questions are fine. But uh, the, the the best thing that would be would be to let us know if you want to be anonymous or not. But if you can't make it to our Patreon for our private Discord, it's sexytimedlove at gmail .com. So you can definitely send your emails in as well. But for quicker access, usually, because again, we really love our uh, our Patreons for supporting us and keep helping us keep the show running. So you, to get to access to this Discord, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash sexytimepodcast and uh, become a Patreon. There's a bunch of different things you can do. After each show, we have a pillow talk section where you have intimate interaction with the hosts. I say intimate, but I mean like, what is it? Is it not intimate? What is it? Private? Private. It's private that I was going for. But every private session with BK Johnson is intimate. Let's just be real. Anyway, pillow talk is on Discord as well. But again, that's one of the Patreon perks of the second tier. So check it out on there, patreon.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to email us instead, if you can't get in there, which is perfectly fine, we appreciate all of our viewers, listeners, wherever you may be, go to your email and send us an email at sexytimedlove at gmail.com, sexytimedlove at gmail.com. All right. So where were we? Where were we? The dominance. Dominance, yeah. So it's an attitude, self-confidence, working out, like un taking that step back and understanding that, hey, your partner wants to be dominated by you. That's the good thing. Don't worry about, can I do it? Hey, like I said, if there's like these five foot one girls who are skinny, skinny bean poles and all they have is their breasts to weigh them to, to help their weight not be anorexic. Sorry, it went a little dark there, but you know. If there's sex workers like that and they're able to dominate a military guy who's been able to uh, train his body into a, a force of nature to be reckoned with, then you can do it too, skinny guys. You could do it, you know? It's all in the, the mind game, as they said in chat. Yeah, any man can be dominant. Exactly. Domination isn't always physical. It could be rules, consequences, like multiple orgasms. Pleasure doms are a thing and are awesome. Exactly. Exactly. There was a there was a question. I we don't I don't like to look at questions that were sent in too far back, but there was a question a while back talking about, you know, how this one one of his partners liked um 
aggressive blowjobs or to, to be crude face fucking is what they said and we can be crude now because we don't have to uh, we, we definitely say this is for adults only now YouTube has that lovely feature so we can just say shit like that and I can swear you know all we want here it's all in perfect places to do that I have shows that I don't swear but here fuck yeah so they, one of the questions that came in was that saying that she liked face fucking but not blowjobs and that's the thing where he seems like, you know, the opposite though. You know, it sounds counterintuitive, but she really likes being a sub, right? But it, but sometimes subs like it different, different ways. It's very much like the libido, but same thing with pleasure doms, where sometimes being dominant is making sure that the pers other person gets pleasured and it can work both ways. So, um, so yes, 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 yes. Chat, you don't have to apologize to me. I appreciate you being here and saying anything you want. That's the chat. Oh, if you do miss some things in chat, um, I guess I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but it's okay. We're about to, that was our last question. We're about to wind down for the night and go into pillow talk. But um, yeah, in, in YouTube, for some reason, the default is top chat and top chat will block certain words like sex and dick and stuff like that. So if you're missing chats in YouTube, go to uh, live chat instead of top chat. Problem with that is if you switch to live chat, you don't get to see the past chats, but that's okay. We all learn, you know, there's perks that I can swear without um, worrying about things or say so. And I can talk about sex without worrying about certain rules and restrictions because I already have it built into the, to the video that, you know, YouTube only allows accounts that say you're 18 and older to see it. So you have to sign up with YouTube and let them know. And uh, you can do that on YouTube. That's nice. But unfortunately, there are some chat issues. Anyway, we also do polls. So if you're listening, you can see. And, and another way to see the polls is we do post them after uh, the show in our private Sexy Time Discord. So if you do miss a poll, you can always do that. Just to let you know, the sexiest type of chocolate dessert was today's poll. It was random from the internet because I was running a bit late and um, I was being lazy. But I like food too. And food, especially chocolate, can be sexy. Was it chocolate, chocolate cupcake, chocolate mousse, chocolate dipped strawberries, or chocolate molten lava cake or brownie? I'm ending the poll now. We had a two-way a two tie. 33% chocolate mousse, 33% molten lava cake and brownie. Interesting. 16% chocolate cupcake and 16% chocolate dipped strawberries. Wow. It was tied when we started the show. So it was like all four of them got one, like equal votes, you know, one vote each time. Bang, 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 bang. But finally chocolate mousse and molten lava cake wins. I think I did just a show. I did strawberries. I was one of the strawberries people. But you know, teach his own. It's a joygasm, knowing that you're able to do something for your sub that no one else has done before. Oh, yes. Interesting. I like that. So, yeah. So, doms come in all shapes, forms, and sizes, to, just to cap off that last question. So, nice. Thank you for your question. I like, I do like a lot of the long ones, too, but some of the, sometimes you need a quickie, and that was a perfect quickie, you know? I think there's all shapes and sizes. Now, you're right. I, I, to, to, to go down your vein of thought. As a male, too, I understand that um, I think it's 
easier to do dominant that way because you can do both. If you have the physical superiority or physical presence as well, you can dominate physically and do the confidence mentally and other stuff, right? Be in there. It's easier, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it if you don't have it. Uh, if you don't have the physical superiority with whoever you're doming with. And um, yeah, but I understand the idea. And I think it's not a negative thing, but we all know human nature is to look for the uh, path of least resistance. So the easiest way to dominate is if you have that physical superiority as well, but it doesn't mean that's the right way or that it's not possible if you don't have that. It's just, uh, you know, through your works, you'll be rewarded. And if you work hard to dom, you can do it no matter oh, no matter what body type you have. Sorry for that mic tap. I got excited. Anyway, thank you all for being here. If you want to help support the show, again, patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash sexy time podcast. And youtube.com forward slash sexy time podcast is where we live stream this. And uh, again, we're working towards YouTube partnership. Really appreciate some subs. We really appreciate your time because we're actually on pace. If we keep going this year, we might reach that mythical 4,000 hour watch time. We appreciate all of your time. It's amazing. But we are uh, not going to meet the pace on subs. So right now I'm kind of pushing for people to sub to the channel. So if you know someone who can just do a click-click, they'd really appreciate that as well. Get us to the subs. So maybe this year we'll reach the, the mark where we can become a YouTube partner. That would be cool. Thank you all for your support and time. And wherever you may be, next week, again, we will have uh, Alice back. She should be back for that. So we'll bring double the sexy. We'll be back to 100% sexy capacity. And I appreciate all of you uh, listening and watching wherever you may be. Links that you might want to check out, anything I talk about for subbing and supporting or doming, check out the uh, links below if you want to check us out. It'll be in any way you're watching or listening to this podcast. It'll be in the description below, all the links. Sorry, I reversed the order there. I live in Japan too long. I reverse the order of my sentences sometime. But I won't, I won't miss this. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We love you all. Until next time, stay sexy, stay safe, and don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexy time podcast it is always a pleasure to see you there if you've enjoyed our company and would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy (laughs) 